0: Football fans, welcome back to the 4th and about podcast alongside my good friends, Brady, Bradley and Jeremy. My name is Josh and we appreciate you all tuning in. So we are recording Sunday nights and both, both of our teams, both the Packers and Vikings, did not have it their way uh, here on this Sunday. So boys, how are we doing?
1: We are doing wonderful, I guess. You could That's take. a lie.
2: We're not doing well.
1: We're doing wonderful because we get to record a podcast this evening, um, and we don't get to talk about a recap of our games because we are changing it up today. We are doing um, mid-season awards, so we're about. Uh, there is no halfway point because they there's only 17 games, um, but we are just finishing up week nine, so uh, we're going to give some me- mid-season awards and uh, talk about the studs of the day too. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, week nine here. We're going to talk about the highest. Scores from each of the positions just to give them some love because some of these guys we haven't really talked about. Um, So the quarterback high score of the day so far, this doesn't include Sunday night or Monday night games, um, is Lamar Jackson. Shout out to them, Vikings. Um, The highest scoring running back is James Conner. The highest scoring wide receiver is, yes, you guessed it, you guys predicted it this week, is Elijah Moore. Um, And then the highest scoring tight end of the week is George Kittle. Gentlemen, what do we think
3: about this? So much for that pitch count with George Kittle, huh? Seriously. For anyone trying to decide on if they were going to play him this week, uh Kyle Shanahan said that he was going to be on a pitch count, but um kind of balled out.
2: i'm Talk about balling out. James Connor was the the high man of the day, I think, overall in fantasy. Uh 21 attempts. I know uh Chase Edmonds went down, but man, was James Connor looking really good with all the carries?
1: So I the fun thing about this podcast is we have our own uh, fantasy leagues that we do too. So one of the decisions that I made um, was starting San Francisco's defense over Arizona's defense. Nice. Um, Yeah. Without Kyler Murray, I was like, Oh, let's start them. Uh, I lost by two points. If I would have started Arizona's defense, I would have won the game. So that's (laughs) That's big tough is what it's
3: called. Did any of you, did any of you guys make decisions like that? Yes. I
1: make them on a weekly basis.
0: So. I asked, I asked um, Bradley right before the game started. I was like, "What do you think, Zach Ertz or George Kittle?" And he's like, uh, "Well, if Kyler's not playing, I'd probably go go George Kittle." And I did, so that worked out real well. So I'll think I'll survive guillotine this week. At least I think I haven't checked it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going
1: to be fine. Uh, are we ready to get into mid season awards? Or is there anything about Week Nine that really stood out to you guys?
2: Nope, mid season awards. <laughs>
1: all right so our 1st midseason award and this will be fun because we have no idea um what the other guys are are what what would you say nominating for um these awards um so let's start with the most valuable player this is for fantasy um josh get us started with your most most valuable player
0: yes uh so my nomination for the mvp for fantasy this up to this point it's got to be cooper Um, based on where you drafted him, based on how he's performed so far, this um, just the amount of touchdowns, Matt Stafford's been just peppering him with targets, both in the red zone and otherwise. Uh, I think it's got to be Cooper Cup for me.
2: Very fair. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. I'm going with a different position, I went with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, He's running back number two overall behind, I think, Derrick Henry at this point. Um, But in the last five weeks, he's just been unstoppable. 30 points, 28, 16, 19.7, 33 points. The guy's on a mission. If you have him on your team, like you're feeling very good about where he is. And it's not like he's getting overworked. He's not he doesn't hasn't touched or hasn't had over 75 percent of the snaps. So his volume when he's in the game is incredible.
1: Jeremy, do you have one of those two guys?
3: I do not. And to be honest, I'm pretty surprised that I'm the third to talk and not and this name hasn't been said yet. Now you guys won over my heart, both those two names. (laughs) Um, but but mine is Derrick Henry. I mean, obviously it's heartbreaking and this is this is the the MVP right now. Obviously predict if we're predicting, you know, obviously he's he's gone, but uh before his foot injury, 10 touchdowns in eight games, um, on top of 117 yards per game, 24.2 points per game in, in uh 0.5 fantasy uh leagues and 184.3 points per game like just crazy 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 outage yeah and
1: the crazy part is we have four different mvp uh candidates i i am sticking with the prototypical nfl mvp i'm going with um a quarterback and i'm going with josh allen um this is a guy that you probably drafted in your third maybe second maybe fourth round um, this is a guy that's leading fantasy right now in points per game with 27. Um, he's only played in seven games, so he had his bye week already. Um, just been extremely productive. Started a little bit slow, um, and obviously it didn't help this week. He didn't have a great week against Jacksonville's defense. Um, but I'm going to look at the whole body work in the first half of the season, um, and I'm going to go with Josh Allen, who has a total of 188.8 fantasy
0: points right now. Wow. Yeah, hard yeah. to argue that. He He's just an absolute like force both in the in the air game and the ground game. Uh, just hard to argue that at all.
1: Okay, let's move on to our next award. Um, this is the most improved fantasy player from this year so far. Um, so this is a guy that probably didn't produce as well um, last year and just it showed a lot of improvements. So uh, Bradley, give us your nomination for most improved fantasy.
2: Most improved for me is Debo Samuel. Um, I'm started the season out just red hot. Last year finished uh, as the uh, the 96th overall receiver. Right now he's at four. And just how he's doing it, it's not necessarily just jet sweeps that he's done in the past. Like he's running routes. He's obviously their favorite target. We'll see if if George Kittle coming back hinders that at all. But as of right now, like this guy's balling out this year.
0: Yeah, I'll jump in here too, because uh, Debo is my most improved as well. I. In kind of building up what Bradley is saying, when the inevitable quarterback quarterback switch takes place as well, that'll be interesting to see how he still has an impact. And Ayuka's got to it's got to be better than what he's doing right now. So he played well today. He played yes, well today. Very true. So we'll see how uh, Debo does the second half of the year, but definitely most improved this far.
1: I'll make this it far. fairly simple before Jeremy goes. I had Debo Samuel as well. The only thing that I will add in, so he's fourth right now for wide receivers, but he's second in points per game because he already had his bye too. Um, so that, that bumps him up even a little bit more um, as far as production is concerned. So uh, Debo Samuel was my most improved fantasy player. Jeremy, do you have someone different?
3: Clean sweep, fellas. Clean sweep. Nice. Anything and, to add on him before we move on? No, I think, I think part of it, I, I, I think we, all three probably factor this in a little bit, but I always look at where they're drafted to right then as I'm thinking yep. about this, like Debo is one of those guys too, that slid kept sliding because of injuries because of i the the possible emergence of IU, all these different factors that kind of hindered where he was going. Uh, but if you stuck true to him, we'll ask Bradley, Bradley's the big Debo truth or did you, did you end up with a lot of shares this year? Debo? I
2: have, I think three shares of Debo and okay. I'm a huge fan of it. So he's played really well.
1: Let's move on to our fantasy rookie of the year. I, is it a two horse race or is it a three horse race here? Um, it's a one horse race for me. It's a one horse race for me as well. We have different I, answers. I'm almost I, won't I, guaranteed I think we're going to have different answers. Go ahead and Josh say Jamar Hughes. Chase, Josh.
0: 100% Jamar Chase. Uh, oh, wow. 100% um, for fantasy. Absolutely. Yeah. Jamar Chase uh, for the Bengals. Like no, like he was getting drafted in uh, mid rounds. Like, they like fifth, sixth round ish. And no one was expecting him to pop off this much. Like he, right now he's, I think quarterback or running back, what three air, quarterback. wide receiver three. <laughs> Yikes. He's a wide receiver three right now, which is insane. And he's just had insane amount of touchdowns. I know his, the efficiency on per for the touchdowns is probably not going to last, but he could just be an outlier with his connection with Joe Burrow. So for me, it's Jamar chase.
3: Uh, I'll go next because I'll just quickly get this out of the way. And then I'll let, you know, Br- Brady or Bradley take over and really give the, the gist of why. Uh, but my first gut reaction was going to be Jamar Chase. And I'm, then I'm like, wait, how could I not say Najee Harris? So for me, it's Najee Harris. I'll let you guys explain why.
2: Najee Harris, let me tell you about the guy. He's the center point of their offense as a rookie. The guy's just an absolute stud. I feel like it's a little harder to be a top five running back in the league than it is a top five receiver. Um, just, just in the nature of the position, it's more valuable to have a good running back because you can really fill a position, uh, with a wide receiver. But when you just look at it, he started first week with 5.4 fantasy points. And since then his lowest point total was 16.6.
1: I wow. literally had that stat right next to me too.
2: <laughs> he, he's in like, it's not like he's a touchdown machine right now. He has three rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. I wouldn't say that's, that's crazy at this point. And he's a top five running back.
3: He, he's a do-it-all machine yes. <laughs> for them right now. He was His first, what was it, three weeks, He was, it was basically 100% of the snaps. Now, they've decreased that a little bit, and I think that's helped his production. But, Brady, you can put a ball on him.
1: No, I all I was going to say is um, it is a three-horse race because at the end of the year we're going to have somebody by the name of Kyle Pitts in that conversation. <laughs> he's He started off a little slow, but he's going to be there. Believe that. He's going to be top three. I have, a, I have a good feeling about that. He is currently eleven points behind and already had his buy to being a top three tight end. So I I feel good about it.
2: I'm glad you feel good about it, but he's not in the same same category as Nashi Harris and Jamar I'm Chase. I'm already
1: I'm already booking my uh, first and a mile pod. We'll let Jer- Jeremy's kind of a little truther, so we'll let him give the what's good football fans. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, then, then you just then take we're away the, the rest Kyle, of the show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: Hometown for Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Favorite food for Kyle
1: Pitts. And now we have him on the podcast. <laughs> no. Um, I have Najee. Uh Bradley gave the stat about after his his um week one performance, how he he's just really taken off. He's what what is his rank right now and average? He's five. Five in total. Um, I'm kind of looking at average. So he's he's fourth in average just because people have had their buys too. Um but let's move on to the next award. Um, and this is streaming quarterback of the year. So this is a guy that you probably didn't draft. If you drafted him, he's, he's late in the draft. So it's somebody that you can stream each and every week. Um, or I guess pick a, pick a spot where you're going to, uh, play this quarterback. So, um, who is our quarterback stream of the year so far?
2: For me, it's Kirk cousins. I, I think going into the year, I had him at the, the late teens, as far as like a my fantasy rankings but since the start of the season like he's been he's been red hot he had week four and week five he he struggled a little bit and obviously against Dallas he struggled but when you're talking about a streaming quarterback this isn't the guy that you're playing every week and when there's favorable matchups for him he he's balled out and you're really happy with him as your quarterback and this is without really any rushing production he had a rushing touchdown today but other than that there's zero rushing production.
1: Eric Kirky. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Just gliding into the end zone. Yeah
1: Josh what, what do you, got? you have? Josh, who do you have?
0: Yeah. uh, So I kind of took this a little bit differently. So I thought it was just a late round guy that just exceeded expectations. So if I'm taking it that way, I would say Matt Stafford. I think he was a guy who um, I exceeded expectations tremendously um, in the quarterback position. But if it's just sheerly streaming the quarterback, um, I would have to say Kirk Cousins as well. Um, Like a lot of the guys that you're streaming don't have the high ceiling that Kirk does. Like, He can go for three touchdowns and three hundred yards each and every week with that weapons he has. So, um, I'd go Kirk then. Okay, so for me,
1: um, my streaming quarterback of the year is Derek Carr. Um, I, he's had some low games. He's had games where he's been like, uh, tell me
2: about it. (laughs) He kicked me out today. Big six and a pick. I had him as the start of the week. That he's going to rally the troops.
1: Yeah, (laughs) just a just a tough performance. Um, but he's also had games where he's had 30 fantasy points. He's had 20 fantasy points. Um, Guys, what do you think about Kirk Cousins?
3: About Kirk
0: Cousins?
1: (laughs) Let's talk about Derek Carr, actually. Stick with me. (laughs) What I mean, not what I say.
3: (laughs) Well, Derek Carr, I mean, I think he's definitely helped you win weeks in in weeks that you've streamed them. Hopefully you've just projected the right week when you've played them. But I, I think he's been, I would say, better than what you probably expected based off a of guy you're picking up. I mean, you don't necessarily think you're <laughs> going to get that sort of production on a week that you're might be playing a guy because of a buy or something like that.
1: He's also getting a little help coming in with uh, Deshaun Jackson
3: coming in too, getting a little bit more of a. True. A That'll be interesting
1: to see how that works. A, that's a good get for them. Yep. Jeremy, who's your quarterback stream of the week or stream of the year?
3: Wow! So mine, mine is another new name, um, but that is uh, is Carson Wentz. I, he's kind of a late, uh, a late bloomer, uh, and you know he's just been extremely, extremely consistent. He's in the top ten in points per game, and I think it's just going to continue. He's on a good offense that's that's kind of humming right now, and I think they're going to continue to score touchdowns uh jonathan taylor helps them get near the red zone and he's topped off drives so uh, i like what carson wentz has been doing
2: i think when you when you come with a streamer the one thing you want them to be is to be very consistent and when you look at carson wentz's numbers he's very consistent hovering around that low 20s almost weekly and and that makes you feel really good just doesn't really matter what opponent you're going to get that 20 points out of him
1: okay so we got another fun award to give away this is a, a do not draft again award. So this is a guy that you probably won't ever draft again in future fantasy drafts. This will be interesting to see where people go, because if we talk about it next year and we're talking about this guy is one of our guys could come back to bite us. But who, Josh, who is a guy that would be your do not draft again award?
0: Oh, it's just got to be Derek Henry. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> 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 you can't be do not draft again because you never
1: drafted him (laughs)
0: that's true that's true um i was debating between two guys and i think one i'd be more willing to draft than the other so that's not staying true to it so i'm going to go with mike davis um because you thought that he was going to have a lot bigger role this year than you initially thought and if it's not going to happen this year it's probably not going to happen next year and the Cordero Patterson role is might just continue growing. They might draft to got someone that's younger than Cordero. Cordero, I think he's like 30 years old. So I just, I'm not touching Mike Davis. Cause this is, if it's not going to happen like this year, when they signed him to do be the number one back, it's just not going to happen for Mike Davis,
1: which by the way, good for Cordero Patterson.
0: What he yeah, no, really, sure. he's been 100%. Balling.
2: That was a, that was a really good answer. I didn't even really think about him, but it, it makes a ton of sense. Uh, For me, this one's not going to make one of our co-hosts very happy. And that's Julio Jones. Uh, Julio Jones is kind of on a a do not draft for me as well. 32 years old uh, on a team that likes to run the football. He can't stay healthy and he doesn't have a single week. Sorry, he has one week over 10 fantasy
1: points. Ouch. So let's say his ADP next year is in the ninth (laughs) round. I feel like, I nah, not really. Okay, well, <laughs> funny that you should say this. I DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I also went with another big name, and I feel like this one might get at you a little bit, Bradley. Um, a guy that I won't draft again is George Kittle.
2: I don't get it, that. It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: For me, I'm not questioning his ability to play the tight end position, um, but if I'm going to draft a tight end in the third, fourth, or second round, I want to make sure he's there every single week. Travis Kelsey's playing each week. Kyle Pitts is playing each week. Darren Waller's only Say, missed one game. Pl- please do, do me a, a favor when
2: head you're head. when you're listing the tight ends, <laughs> you better don't. list Darren Waller before Kyle Pitts. Yeah, heck don't. No. that heck order no. is just so heck backwards. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, heck no! You're lucky <laughs> I put Kelsey in front of Pitts. <laughs> Goodness He is gracious. so biased, and he so, will not change it. it. So for that reason, I I am not. I, I feel like. So if Kittle goes in the fourth round next year, you guys are gonna feel good about that? Because that's where he's gonna go. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Fourth I, round. I, I just I can't trust his injuries. So um in a tight end position, like so. If I draft a wide receiver that gets hurt, I can still replace him with a decent wide receiver. Tight ends, I go instantly to streaming options
3: because he's not there. So I do I do understand it. I mean, I I was a I was somebody who drafted Kittle, I think, in the third round this year and really been struggling the last couple weeks because it's especially during the bye weeks it's like man my team just feels so top heavy well it's because I didn't take a really good running back or wide receiver in the third round so when you do that and you sacrifice that position and you you miss that guy for seven eight weeks it makes it pretty tough so I I understand the thought process but I think it's hard to to doubt George Kittle's production
1: I, I love the player so let's not let's don't Bradley's going to come on say. next year and just Brady hates George. I still think he, he might it's still not, be That's not what the I'm going to say. It's not what I'm going to say. He's in the top three. He's, in, he's a tier one tight end.
2: Hmm. Jeremy, who is your uh, do not draft again player?
3: Well, it's funny that you guys said you didn't think of Mike Davis because he was also mine. So uh, I had, I had Mike Davis on my list. Uh, another guy I had on my list, too, as a, as an option was Trey Sermon. But <laughs> I figured, <laughs> I, didn't, oh, I, figured I didn't need to say him because he's no. young enough to maybe. Oh. But when you get in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse, like, you normally, I mean, Dante Pettis.
0: I dog felt doghouse. so good about him getting him in the second round of our dynasty startup. Or the rookie <laughs> draft. Just, oh, man. Can it's I tough. ask a, a legit question? Is yeah. Kyle
1: Shanahan on the hot seat?
0: Yes. He
2: absolutely should be.
0: He should be. I don't know if he
2: is. But great offensive mind that does not warrant you to be a good good head coach.
3: I mean, he's been given a lot. Like, I feel like his leash has been very his record, long. His
0: record is not good. I feel and like gets, you have to you have to give him almost like a half a year a year with the quarterback that they gave all this capital for, and then evaluate. But it doesn't look good right now. So then play him. Well, I'm not arguing that at all. I'm just saying that that's I think that'd be a little. You I think know, there's an offensive coordinator.
1: I think there's an offensive coordinator in Buffalo that would love to get the chance to work with Trey Lance. Woo.
3: Okay. Okay. I do as well. Okay.
1: Let's move let's on. See, to our, we, yeah.
3: we know what that means. Right. To be honest, I'm pretty surprised that Brady didn't say Joe Brady. So he must be out. On That's the, because his, his offense off. sucks what and happened? he's not going to get a head you know, coaching
1: job. He might not get a head coaching job because the quarterback is terrible.
3: <laughs> Watch him out.
1: You know,
2: you know, it's bad when Robbie Anderson's chirping you that and was bad I'm really
1: bad right now <laughs> yep
2: hey, he's been thing.
3: dealing with Sam for a while so he's just yeah fed up
0: with it he, he had it. a
1: career year the year he left him and now he's back to a dumpster what do you think he's mad about <laughs> that's, yeah.
0: actually a, that's actually a great point
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next awards <laughs> another not very good award is the season ruiner award so who is the player? That would have been drafted. That probably would have ruined your season. I feel like we might have a common this, person. This here. should
2: be unanimous, and this should be Allen Robinson.
1: Yep, that's who I have. This too. this is a guy in
2: two or three of my leagues. I went RB, RB, and I'm like, that's fine. I can get Allen Robinson in the in the third round, and he's a solid wide receiver. One, this dude is not even startable at this point.
1: He's
3: wide receiver sixty
1: two right now.
2: He is brutal.
3: It's brutal. My my answer is also Robbie Anderson uh Robbie my, Anderson, my, Anderson, I, Anderson
1: or, or Alan Robbie Robinson. Anderson. While my
3: brain is still, he's <laughs> a good one, one too. To, he
1: was drafted in yeah. the seventh round. He's been terrible. <laughs> my pick
3: is Allen Robinson, not to be confused <laughs> with Robbie, averaging five point four points per game in, in 0.5 PPR leagues. Not going to get the job done. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't shame you if your answer was Christian McCaffrey. To this point,
0: he he was on the list for sure. Yeah. I have a combo of guys. So Brady, I want to go, last. I don't want to take anyone's if I'm, cause I'm giving two. So give yours first, Brady. I, I had Alan Robinson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Bradley, did you give yours too? Yes. Yeah, so I, I started with, with Alan Robinson. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm just trying to not, I'm, I'm picking two. So I wasn't trying to put step on anyone. He's a so, so. ruiner award more like <laughs> it's the same. It's the segment. same. It's the same, ruiner <laughs> award. it's the same. That was actually decent. It's the same rationale, but for two different dudes. So if you don't, if you're not anywhere per, like consistent and you don't know when the week is going to pop off, it's so frustrating having them on your bench while they drop like 25 points. So I have Tyler Lockett and Miles Gaskin. So they like their season averages and they're like their season right now, like in PPR, Tyler Lockett's like throwing 19. Mike
1: Evans in there too, then.
0: Good, yeah and so miles tyler Gaskin's lockett's 19. a top 20 receiver at this point how can he be a season ruiner miles gas okay top 20 just hear me ref. out because when he did pop off the mo- most recent game in week eight he had seven six ten five three before that so did you start him that game i have, no, i have started i've absolutely- started him every week to this season Okay, then he has absolutely ruined one position on your bench for a good six weeks straight or five. He's weeks also straight. won me
2: three games.
0: That I'm I'm just I wanted to take a different approach of it so we didn't all have Allen Robinson. So I can
1: appreciate that. I don't appreciate the answer. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have did you have another person or did you get both?
0: And Miles Gaskin for the similar oh, I was, reason. I where... was
1: locked down to Tyler Locke and I'm like, yeah. what, so what are we talking about?
0: Miles Gaskin having 0.3 points and then 31 What's points. What's his last and then name? Gaskin. This is put some, not plural. Put Gaskin. some S's on that name. <laughs> <laughs> put some S's on that name. Yeah, just the roller coaster that is Miles Gaskin, I just don't want to be a part of. Yep, let's finish off the awards
1: with the best value award. So whether that'd be picking up a free agency or where you drafted him and how he's produced. So um, Jeremy, we'll start with you. Who's your best value award
3: this year? Uh, my best value award is my boy Cooper cup he was drafted as wide receiver 19 and he was 51 overall player um, where he was drafted. He's the top wide receiver by over 40 points in 0.5. Uh, PPR leagues and is the eighth overall player through eighth game eight games I know there's a couple different people you could go with that have similar type of value but I just think where you got him especially if you went RB early and were hoping on Cooper to to kind of turn that around he was wide receiver 34 last year I think you're really obviously thrilled with the player you currently have
1: I'll be real quick he was mine as well too got him around the fourth round he's clearly been the best non-quarterback for fantasy
0: that's a good answer. I my I went a different direction. I went Cordero Patterson, uh, because he has absolutely popped off, and he wasn't drafted, was he? I no. don't think he. Was. No, no, heck no, heck no, right? No, heck no. he was so, my number two for what it's worth. If So the the position flexibility you can have because he's basically a receiver that you're playing in like the running back slot, which is a huge advantage, and you can just he's getting so much work right now. So yeah, I went Cordero.
2: I want Mike Williams, and he's been really a roller coaster of a player. But I believe he was not a uh, not a draftable player, and he's a top fifteen receiver.
1: Yeah, he was. I mean, he was what round fifteen or to undrafted ish. Yeah. So and he's yeah. top
2: fifteen receiver. So
3: yeah, that's definitely valuable. He was as for well. sure on Bradley's do not draft list.
2: One million percent, he was. <laughs> I dropped him in a dynasty league because he had three straight years
1: of sucking. Ouch. That one hurts.
0: That's, (laughs) that doesn't feel good.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into week 10 preview.
3: Hi guys. This is Jeremy Becker from the fourth and a mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at fourth and a mile pod. That's fourth and a mile pod. Thanks guys. And now back to the sports.
1: We are back into the fourth and a mile podcast. We're getting right into our week 10 starts of the week. Jeremy, you're starting us off this week. How'd you do in week nine for
3: quarterbacks and what you got for week 10? I did bad. Um, (laughs) But my quarterback was Joe Burrow needed to be top 12. Hey, He threw a a touchdown to the other team. Yeah. did Did he finish with two picks? I mean, he threw a bunch. He racked up a bunch of yardage. They just... It was all empty yards. They just did nothing with it. They kind of got rolled. Um, my start of the week for this week is quarterback Matthew Stafford. They play the 49ers. Uh, Stafford in a divisional game in prime time. Uh, we don't know how he's done this week yet. He's playing right now, but I uh, like the matchup and I think he throws for a bunch of yardage. I think he needs to be a top five quarterback.
0: I'm it's
3: about to uh five, yeah. That is very
2: fair. Okay, on to me. Like I said, Derek Carr was my start of the week. I uh, felt really good about that one. And he really laid an egg. And that's tough to see. But anyway, I'm going Josh Allen versus the New York Jets. Big names. Uh,
1: three.
2: Top three. How okay. Let me we'll give let me four. just Let's ask give a them question. I right, let we'll me give ask a question. How are Josh Allen and Matt Stafford not in the same tier? Josh, Josh Allen was one one my MVP. Josh Allen is not the number one quarterback right now. Tom Brady's number one. Number one, one in
1: average points.
2: That doesn't mean anything to me. I want full body work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it means a lot when somebody's had their bye and somebody hasn't had their bye.
2: What are you guys giving doesn't
3: me? Mean anything to me. Four. <laughs> I think four. Oh,
1: he you're getting you're crumbling to that.
3: Quarterbacks, you can four, have quarterbacks five. that
1: extremely pop off. So force. I mean, five's fine.
3: I don't, you can make him the same. I mean, heck no, he's no, four.
1: He's no. gonna finish he's as the QB one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So we were talking about how Brady has a curse when he does the starts of the week. So my start of the week last week um, was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers. He did not play. So um, don't pick a hacker sh- again. I. I I'm <laughs> I've definitely thought about it if you want me to be honest with you. Give <laughs> Get, get Devonte Next week, Brady. <laughs> um, I picked Kirk Cousins this week. Um, he was supposed to be a top 12. He's currently eight, so we'll see how he finishes. Um, my quarterback start of the week, I really want to do Aaron Rodgers against Seattle, but I'm not gonna do it. Um, so quit asking. Um, it's gonna be Carson Wentz against Jacksonville. I'm going with Carson
0: against the Jaguars. I like it. Uh, top 12. Can you, yeah, top 12. I'm with Ball. that. Like <laughs> you have a choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my quarterback start of the week last week was Carson Wentz. He balled out, so that was a hit. And my quarterback start of the week this week... Tom Brady. ...is going to be... <laughs> a good one. You know what? We'll go Baker Mayfield versus the Patriots. Oh, I, I'm liking the whole anti-obj baker i'm living in that so we'll see how he does with that how do you uh how do you think for be qb baker? one qb one all right qb one
1: that's
3: a miss <laughs> <laughs> all right my uh running back start of the week was again bad uh boston scott top 18 forgot that Jordan Howard was an all pro. So that was just my mistake. <laughs> That's
2: why you never pick Philadelphia running backs because you have zero idea what they're thinking.
3: Yeah. And then Gainwell was used to punch again today. He sort of red zone touchdown it made no sense that, you know, it's fantasy football. Yep. All right. So my, my start of the week this week is going to be James Conner versus Carolina Panthers He's just been on an absolute tear lately. There's a decent chance. It's just his backfield uh, minus, you know, Benjamin, but I think James Conner, uh, was very much showcased today in that role, and if Edwards is, or Edmonds, excuse me, is not playing, uh, it's going to be Connor all day long.
2: Yeah, he was definitely on my list. It's a good pick. Uh, my start of the week this last week well, was can Miles we, yeah. Can
1: we give him give him an award? Or uh, we, for sure, criteria? For sure, can give him. What do you <laughs> think, Brady? I, I was I was thinking fourteen.
0: I uh, would give him fifteen. Thanks, Bradley. Fifteen it is. Okay
1: wait time out josh gave me a look like i was crazy for giving him 14 And Bradley says 15 he goes 15 it is
0: because i i i didn't want to if i was the only one that felt that way i was gonna be like all right i was gonna go a lot higher than that i was gonna go like 18 oh
1: he's a touchdown machine right now and he's gonna be the only guy there okay
0: Okay.
2: miles gaskins was my top 16 (laughs) i did it on purpose just calm down you guys i know i know (laughs) He's currently 14, so he's probably miss um, this week. I'm going with Lombardi Lenny versus the Washington football team. Ooh,
1: Playoff Lenny. Hmm. Um, what do you guys think about him? 14. Uh, you think he should be better than
0: James Connor? I, what do you think then Brady? I was thinking 15 to 18. So was I. Okay, so I said fourteen and you had fifteen in your threshold range. So that reaction by you is just not welcomed at all. RB okay, fifteen. So we, uh,
1: okay, we're gonna do fifteen. I
2: like it. I'm fine with uh, it.
1: I'll allow it. Um Go ahead, and, okay, perfect. So I <laughs> thank you. Um so I went uh very deep with my running back. Um, and Zach Moss, I believe, got a concussion early in the game, so he was did. a miss. Um, I am also going with a very deep streamer this week um, at the running back position, and I am going with Tony Pollard. Wow! Against the Atlanta Falcons, so he wow. got a little banged up, but I think Tony Pollard, you can play him this week. I would like Top to with the twenty.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: 25.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'd say 20, 24.
1: I was thinking he needs to be a top a, a top 24 running back. All right, let's just say RB2 then. That's
2: fine with me.
0: All right. At least so, you're
2: trying to jit me in four spots. It's not true. I just feel like we're doing a disservice to our listeners if a 10.4 point, point week gets counted as a hit.
1: It does. In a league this week, I had to start Devonta Freeman and Kenyon Drake.
0: It's where Devonta it's Freeman played time. very well. It's, Freeman worked out. It's it's Kendrick, desperate times. Kenyon
1: Drake played well, too. They both had double digits for me, but I still lost because I played San Francisco oh. defense.
0: Oof. All right. Well, last week I had Damien Harris, and he was uh, he had an okay game, but he missed the top 16. And so... Running back start of the week this week is going to be DeAndre Swift against the Steelers. So really good defense, but I think there it. Uh, he's just going to be so involved in the passing game that it will not matter.
1: Top 10?
3: Works for me. Yep. All right. My wide receiver Jeremy, start good. the week this week was uh, Hollywood Brown. Needed to be top 15, currently sitting at 8 without a touchdown by the way yeah without it was like one eight catches 112 oh he went nuts um so I feel I think he's gonna get it that's That's a hit just call it what it is it's a hit (laughs) if there's seven receivers in
1: four games that go over that wow we'll give you a hit
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll take the hit okay that's my lone bright spot of the week so we'll take it uh my wide receiver start of the week next week is Mike Williams has been extremely disappointing <laughs> since week six. Uh, I think some boom weeks are coming, and yes, I know there's a theme here. I picked another <laughs> wide receiver Ouch. against the Vikings. Why don't you hey, let us pick against, yeah, our exactly?
2: <laughs> I already had him on my list. Come on, man. I'm
3: sorry, guys.
1: <laughs>
2: He's got top top four.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I give him a shot tough.
1: side, top 15. I'm giving him top 12. He's playing the Vikings. <laughs>
0: Top 14.
1: Which, okay.
2: <laughs> top 14 it is. Okay, so my start of the week is Robert Woods, who is currently playing right now, so we don't know if he's going to be top 18. I think he will be, but that's just by his opinion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for this week, I'm going with Stephon Diggs. I'm uh, stacking uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs versus the Jets.
1: I don't even know what the
0: top top six. six? That's what I was thinking, too. Okay. Top two. What you? What were you expecting, Bradley? I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting.
2: I just, I just know Diggs' production. It was that, good. I bet that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was expecting a
0: little bit better for what it's worth. It's okay,
2: like better for me.
0: <laughs> you had a eight. You had Robert Woods at top 18, so that made up for it. Got it. Okay.
1: <laughs> so my wide receiver start of the week this last week was AJ Brown. He has not played yet, or he's currently playing. He's going to be a top 12 receiver. Um, so I feel good about that. Um, and my wide receiver start of the week this week, I am going with Chris Godwin off of his bye week against the Washington football team.
2: I like that one. Um, I would probably say top 14. I'm with
1: that. I really hope Antonio Brown doesn't play. Cause then I feel a lot better about that
0: line. Fair. <laughs> that is fair. All right. I
1: don't agree with you.
0: So my wide receiver last week was Michael Pittman. I had the Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman uh, stack, and it worked out. So he hit. And so my wide receiver this next so week,
2: for for our listeners, let's just call it what it is. He's 12 of 15 right now. That's not a hit at this point. Would you
0: say it's likely that he hits?
2: I would not say it's no.
1: I would say would, it's about 50-50. Cooper 50. Cup, A.J. Brown, kay. Julio Jones. It is, a, it is up in Deontay, the air. Deontay right.
0: Johnson. Goodness gracious. It's up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and so my uh wide receiver start of the week for this upcoming week is going to be uh we'll go DJ Moore with the Cardinals. We'll go DJ Moore versus the Cardinals. Uh hopefully he has not been having very A many Little good PJ weeks. to DJ? Uh yes, goodness gracious. I hope it's someone that can get him the ball. Hopefully the game script works out for him where they're just passing the ball. He gets like 12 targets, that'd be awesome. So, he's getting back on track. 15 I was going to say
3: 14. I'll switch it. 14 it is. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> All right. Last position, tight end. My tight end start of the week last week was CJ. Brady, what, what did you say it was? <laughs> Uzama, not Uzama. <laughs> oh, Uzama. Well, hopefully you didn't listen to me and Uzama to him. So, uh, my, <laughs> I'm glad somebody uh, told that joke. It was on my tongue. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I t- he was a miss. Okay, we'll just call it what it was. Tight end start of the week this week is Dallas Goddard. He's been pretty consistent uh, since the Ertz trade. Didn't have like a ridiculous week this week, but he didn't get in the end zone, which is what you get when when you have a tight end that doesn't get in the tub. I like his matchup for the simple fact that Hertz will need to get uh, get the ball out quickly because the guys on the outside are pretty tough to play the Broncos.
2: Pick probably 10.
0: Okay, what do you think, then? Josh? I'm going to give it to Yeah.
2: All right. So my start of the week was Darren Waller for a top three finish. He's currently sitting at three. Uh, so I it's not going to happen. Like, it's just not going like, to happen. I mean, I didn't just go, yep, that was a hit, so we're good. <laughs> uh, anyway, this week, I'm going Hunter Henry versus the Cleveland Browns. Hmm.
0: So uh, nine.
1: That's good with me. Jeremy, who did you say for your start of the week? I did not write it down. So Dallas Goddard. Like, it? Okay, Dallas good.
0: Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> no clue, <Jeremy. laughs>
1: I did not want to say the same person. So uh, my tight end start of the week this last week, Pat fryer has not played yet. He plays on Monday night. He will be a top 12. Book it. Book Hopefully. it.
0: already hit. I
3: actually really like it. No Ebron. I like it.
1: My tight end start of the week this week. I'm going with Dalton Schultz versus Atlanta. I'm going with both the running back and the tight end versus Atlanta. I think Dallas gets back on track this week against the Falcons.
0: I like it. Josh, what what do you think uh,
1: his line is? Seven. I'll go eight. Can we please reevaluate Dallas Goddard's line? Yes. Yes. I would like to give him <laughs> to eight as well. I, I think would he, agree uh, with that. I would agree with that. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I <watched> You're <laughs> the first one that
2: said ten. I am stunned that Hunter Henry got Hunter first
1: Henry first
2: <laughs> or got better than Dallas Goddard. I couldn't believe it.
1: Oof, Jeremy, you had to have been smiling real hard at him being a top ten tight end. <laughs> I was
3: just not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had no leg to stand. I agreed with you because I didn't hear who the player was. So,
0: (laughs) Josh, who's your tight end? So my tight end of the week last week was going to be Mike, or he was Mike Kosicki. He missed. And so then this week, we're looking at Dan Arnold versus the Colts. Dan Arnold versus the Colts. What do we think about that?
1: Top 10? Yeah.
0: Catches a touchdown and he's got it. Uh, I feel a lot better about Goddard at eight than I do Arnold at 10. Shoot. <laughs> That's okay. That's what we get for picking fourth. That's what we get for picking fourth. That's
1: okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's talk waivers. Is there any guys that are currently sticking out here that you'd be like, hey, this is a guy that I really need to put
3: a lot of fab on? I don't know about a lot of fab. Like, I I would say this is a down week in terms of just really shelling out for a guy, but I think there. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I think there's some interesting names. I think Rashad Bateman still pretty widely available uh, would be a name that you could grab. And then another receiver would be uh, Elijah Moore.
2: Yeah, Elijah Moore definitely tops the list for me.
1: I have one that I don't, I wonder how, which, how you guys feel about it. Donovan, Donovan Peoples Jones. Oh, we haven't yes. really talked about the OBJ. 100%. Um, he's going to be getting cut. Donovan Peoples Jones caught a deep, bomb today um i feel like he's worth a spot at the end of your roster just to see where it goes if baker continues to play well which doesn't make any sense on how a good receiver would make you not play well um but if he continues to play well without obj people's jones is going to be one of those guys that gets the ball so that's one of my waiver targets
3: i like i like him as a stash the hard part with him is now i wanted to like him at the beginning of the year because i just you know Jarvis was hurt you know, you didn't know where it was going to go. They just, doesn't feel like a lot of guys get a ton of volume. So it's hard to know on the right week to play him, but I think he's definitely worth a, a stash to see if he turns into something in, you know, a week or two more consistent, I should say. Another oh, one Jeff for Wilson.
2: me. Yeah. Jeff Wilson, for sure. Yeah. Um, do you guys
1: think Brandon Ayuk is available in a
2: lot of redraft leagues?
1: I think they probably picked him up this last
3: week. If that was the case, I would agree, but it's worth a, a look without a doubt mm-hmm. he should be 100 percent rostered
0: and for if sure. you want to get into the if you want to get into the weeds and maybe go for some high upside maybe jordan howard just get keep getting the goal line work there he is there my boy it. jordan <laughs> Howard, my boy let's go <laughs> i don't know
1: why it you took didn't think this we're long, going through but... a whole episode about me saying this <laughs> let's go oh that's great um, let's move to our ones got to go. And this is, a uh, we have some dynasty listeners, so, um, we're going to shift focus to dynasty here. We're talking dynasty running backs, which one of these dynasty running backs has to go. It's Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, and Derek Henry. Bradley, I'll start with you since you said this one's easy for you. Which one's got to go
2: for me? It is. And it's Derek Henry that has to go. Um, the two that stay for me are obviously Najee Harris and Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor is RB1 when it comes to dynasty, dynasty startup drafts. Um, Christian McCaffrey just provides too much value with what he does for the team. Like he had an off week this week, I would say. And fantasy-wise, he was still very productive. And, and I know Derrick Henry's a stud. But who knows if time is going to catch up with Derrick Henry when it comes to ground and pound for years to come.
1: Josh, you feel the same way?
0: Uh, Yeah, Uh, I know. Josh, get ahead of the curve. curve. (laughs) I I know I'm labeled as this Derrick Henry hater. And just because on the pod, I had him as my, what, running back five or something. So I, I (laughs) (laughs) apparently that's it. Oh, I mean, it looks like that now. But yeah, just especially Dynasty. Um, Longer outlook on the injury, and I'm just going to keep tripling down. And the two other guys are just way younger and have higher upside for long-term.
3: Yeah, I'm lame. I got the same answer. See,
0: I was trying to make a case
1: to get rid of Christian McCaffrey. He's, he's 25. Um,
0: younger.
3: There, There's a case. If he was like 27, 28, like I think then it's Derrick Henry. Uh, you, you keep Derrick Henry and get rid of Christian McCaffrey, but the allure of what he provides when he is healthy is just too crazy to pass up
1: so yeah so mine's derrick henry let's make it a little bit interesting who would be your running back one for dynasty jonathan taylor jonathan taylor for me too yeah jt
0: i was a jonathan taylor as well
1: you guys know he's younger than Najee harris Mm
0: -hmm. that's wild doesn't mean anything to me
1: okay (laughs) i'm simply just stating a fun fact (laughs) simply just saying he is 22 (laughs) compared really really quick i know we
0: talked about this i think this summer but i i thought like this is one of the first i think this is the first dynasty season that i've ever had and i've enjoyed it a ton and i'm even tanking and i'm enjoying it a ton so i what what leagues do you enjoy most like redraft keeper or dynasty?
1: It. I
0: like for me.
2: Cool. I th- I think uh, I think redraft is because you're never out of it for redraft. If you have a bad year, it's like all right. Well, we all started the same threshold. And right now, I'm I'm in a a place in a couple of my dynasty leagues where I'm like middle of the pack. I have a couple of them where I'm at the bottom of the pack, and it's you're, you're clawing to get back up there. And obviously, it makes it more interesting because you have to keep working at it all season long. But I, I do like the redraft aspect the most.
3: Whichever one includes football, I'm in. Oh wait, that's awesome! <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to choose
1: between the two. Um,
0: what two are you deciding between?
1: Oh, Dynasty and Redraft. I'm, I'm kind of out on Keeper. I, I am as well. I'm not a big fan of Keeper leagues, but um, I'll go. I'll go with Dynasty, just because it's year round you get you have to think about it all the time so yeah dynasty
0: yeah that's that's a fun part of it well that wraps up this episode of fourth and mile thank you so much for joining us go deep and we'll see you